There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can better connect with customers and keep them happy. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Good morning, everyone. It's Tuesday, February 6th. I'm John Weigel, GPT, here with Rob Litterst, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're discussing a whole new use for AI, which is creating fake IDs. Using the site OnlyFake, people are able to create digital fake IDs of practically any variety, which they can try to upload to any site that requires ID verification. Yeah, it's definitely a cybersecurity nightmare, but how did this happen and where do we go from here? We'll get into that and much more, but first, let's give you the hits and headlines today across business and tech. Starting off, Novo Nordisk's parent company is officially acquiring Catalent in a $16.5 billion deal. The acquisition includes three of Catalent's manufacturing sites and will help the Danish drug company double down on weight loss injectables. Next, over to Vegas, Sphere Entertainment Corp. earned $314.2 million in its first quarter as a public company, and that includes the $167.8 million from the Las Vegas Sphere. Despite operating on a loss of about $159 million due to an abandoned London sphere, the company remains confident about the concept. But the question is, Rob, are you confident about the concept? I think sphere is super interesting. Honestly, I think anytime you have kind of like a venue or a piece of ad inventory that almost becomes an event, like every single time you do anything with it, I think it gets really interesting. The thing I love about the sphere is it should spark creativity from the advertising community and advertising leaders. Like, I just think there's a lot of opportunity there, and I'm hoping that some cool companies can tap into it. Yeah, there's a lot can be done with the uh, advertisers, but also performers and artists who exactly. actually make use of it. Like, I'm, I'm sure the U2 concert was insane. I'm sure you could do a lot in that kind of space. It's basically kind of like Times Square in a ball. Exactly. That's a perfect way to put it. Up next, research firm Graphica traced the explicit AI-generated deepfakes of Taylor Swift that circulated on X back to 4chan, to absolutely nobody's surprise. The message board has been increasingly publishing harmful AI-generated images as of late. We're all waiting for the regulation capabilities here and what to do on this from the government. In food news, Subway reported that over 3.5 million items sold off of its new Sidekicks menu so far in 2024, which includes footlong cookies, churros, and pretzels in its first two weeks. That adds up to about 662.9 miles of snacks, or about 100 times the height of Mount Everest. Rob, have you tried one of these footlong delicacies in your day? This is my first time hearing about the Subway Sidekicks menu, and it's probably the most excited I've been about Subway in <laughs> ever. Probably. Honestly, like I, I can't remember the last time I was excited about Subway. <laughs> Neither do I. This is actually interesting to me because I think the narrative of Subway for so long has been like the healthy fast food alternative. 
but it feels like a very, very stale narrative when you compare it to like sweet green or even like something like Chipotle, where you know they're like sourcing their food from more quality sources than Subway. So this is interesting. I like just leaning into the foot long, no matter what it is. Like just go for it, Subway. I'm all in on this. Yeah, just do it. I love the Subway chocolate chip cookie. So <sighs> I saw a Subway the other day here in the city and they were advertising this new like foot long cookie. And I was like, you know what? Like this is the first time probably in years that I've had any desire to go into a Subway. Love it. I didn't, but you know, it, it almost <laughs> got me and I'm sure it will at some point. I was this close. Yeah, dude, there's going to be like an afternoon where you just got a little hankering for a chocolate chip cookie and there's going to be a subway right there because there's literally a subway like every 20 feet (laughs) and it's going to be a beautiful thing. And finally, 30 current and former employees of a Kentucky middle school won the $1 million Powerball, each taking home about $24,000 after taxes. The group had been playing the same numbers since 2019. What do you make of this? This is just heartwarming. Like this is literally how every lottery story should go. A bunch of middle school teachers just taking home some money. Absolutely love it. The one thing that I saw in this headline that I wish it was a bigger pot. I I wish it was like the $1 billion Powerball. This is great. I'm I'm very happy for this crew. (laughs) Yeah, very happy for them. Really exciting achievement. And the dedication to be playing since 2019. Pretty awesome. Seriously. Yeah. All right, on to the big story. Our big story today is a spotlight on yet another alarming use of AI. This time we're looking at how AI can generate fake IDs for anyone who can log onto sites like OnlyFake. This, of course, poses a huge threat for cybersecurity going forward. So, Rob, can you tell us a bit more about this story? Yeah, so every day, it seems like at this point, there's a new report that details how AI can be used for evil. Sure. And this one is actually super, super interesting and honestly pretty concerning. So Joseph Cox of 404 Media reported that the outlet used a site called OnlyFake to create realistic images of bogus IDs, which it then used to create an account on a crypto exchange. So basically, this site OnlyFake allows you to create super, super realistic fake IDs that can then be used in other places like this crypto exchange. This scares me because at the end of the day, it's like your actual physical IDs are kind of like the last line of defense, it feels like, from identity fraud. Definitely. So if this gets broken, it starts to get pretty scary about people being able to steal your identity. Yep. Oh, definitely. I mean, a lot of places, a lot of companies are now doing, especially in like the health sector too, are doing more like ID uploads and stuff like that. And when you need to pay for something or you need to like sign a contract or do something like that, you upload a picture of your ID. I, I hardly ever give out my real ID anymore unless I'm kind of, you know, at the pharmacy or doing something else like that or, you know, go to a bar. But now with digitally available replicatives, it seems kind of insane that uh, <laughs> that's kind of what we're leaning on in terms of the digital space is like ID verification via online. So this is going to be a big problem, I think, going forward. Yeah. I mean, I think there are lasting implications, which we can get to, but very, very scary. Yeah. And what kind of IDs can one replicate on this site? Yeah. So here's how it works. So a user essentially enters a name and biographical data and uploads a photo or chooses one from the only fake archives and selects an AI generated signature. In a matter of minutes, only fake generates images of the fake IDs front and back, which users can then use or at least attempt to upload to any site that requires ID verification. It can whip up fake passports and licenses from a wide range of countries and states. 
It claims it can generate up to 20,000 documents per day, including hundreds at the same time via an Excel table. It's like super scary. (laughs) Barriers do exist for sites that require video proof or photos of users holding up their own IDs, but naturally people are working on ways to bypass that too. So I think at the end of the day, this is just a very, very quick and efficient way to spin up a fake ID, which is pretty freaking scary. Yeah, it's pretty scary also how... At least I haven't heard anything yet about a crackdown on this. How is this legal? I guess this is my biggest question here to figure that yeah. out. But I guess people are figuring out how to do it and they're still doing it anyway. So I guess it hasn't been exactly cracked down on yet. Yeah. I mean, I think the first thing that I started thinking about with this is really like Apple's focus recently on face ID and then like biological verification, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's going to become a lot more pervasive and Honestly, it feels like Apple has such a lead there. Like they've been working on that stuff for so long. And I think if this stuff just continues to multiply and there are all these different ways to create fake documents and do all these fake ID things, I wouldn't be surprised a lot of places just kind of turn to biological identification and look to Apple and some of these other companies to make sure that they're actually talking to the right person or getting information from the right person. Yeah, of course. And you know, last week you and I actually talked about ID verification in front of the cases in the CVSs and stuff like that over a certain amount of time. Yeah. When you're in front of that case in CVS, you need to be able to get your water Powerade or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. And of course, there are a lot of implications here of like identity theft and whatnot, but something tells me that there are even scarier implications about this. Oh, for sure. This definitely has scary implications for any site where users need to upload ID verification. That can range anywhere from banking to Airbnb. But it's another reason, I think, why companies and pretty much everybody need to be super, super vigilant about AI and how fraudsters can use it. There are like a bunch of ways that bad actors are already using AI. If there's any opening at all, people are going to try to grift people out of money. So there's a bunch of people using AI to scam victims out of money by impersonating loved ones and other evil things like that. I think it's been pretty well documented use cases where people are churning out fake books, fake articles written by fake people. I think Sports Illustrated got wrapped up in that. One report even suggested that driverless vehicles could be hacked and used as weapons, which I don't know what would need to happen for that to actually take place, but hopefully we're a long way from that at least. It definitely seems like there's just a massive, massive need for legislation on some of this stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it seems like we're kind of living in the future when it comes to crime already. Yeah. And there being kind of like a lack of regulations and a lack of knowing what to do at the government level for all this stuff makes it even worse. It seems like I feel like we're going to have a really bad few years here when it comes (laughs) to this stuff. Not to be a pessimist. Right, right. Not to be a pessimist at all, but... Everything's on fire and life is terrible. (laughs) Yeah, we're entering the robot apocalypse. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. I feel like the recent regulation in tech, I do think that there needs to be some scrutiny on AI. And it makes sense for the government to be involved in some of this stuff, especially with IDs. I was just renewing my passport last week and it was an absolute headache. Just for that fact alone. I would hate for anybody to be able to replicate my passport. Well, Rob, you should have just made a fake version of your own passport, Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> All this time, I should have just gone to OnlyFake and created <laughs> my new passport. Exactly. Wow. Well, I mean, as this develops, I'm sure we'll be talking about it more, specifically you and I, because I feel like we always talk about this ID identification <laughs> sort of stuff. It's our beat, John. It's great. It's a good groove. <laughs> this is who we are now. <laughs> it's our beat. All right, and that'll do it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. 
Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.